Hi, John Kuzma from EndzoneBlog.com's Across the Middle Show. Thank you to everyone out there who's uh, tuning in and listening to all these podcasts. Uh, it's really giving us motivation to keep going. Uh, our audience is really taking off uh, each episode. It seems like it's growing a little bit. So thank you so much. And we're going to talk about Tom Brady first on the ticker. Um, Tom Brady just tears it up uh, last night against uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. Throws for 172 yards and two touchdowns in the first half alone. Um, the Patriots beat the Eagles. And it, it was just typical Tom Brady. Hasn't lost a step at all. Um, doing what he does best, which is operating um, from the pocket and um, really just using his awareness to beat teams. Um, he can diagnose what def- defenses are throwing at him so quickly. And it's like if you try to blitz Brady, he's just going to pick you apart and hit the uh, the open area of the field that you left uh, vacant when you sent uh, players to rush him. I also saw him step up in the pocket and deliver a nice throw to Chris Hogan. Uh, and Hogan was kind of like running a slant uh, off the the line of scrimmage, but then he broke it out. Um, Brady steps up in the pocket, delivers a nice throw to him. And that's kind of a, a preview of what's going to come for the rest of the season. I think Hogan's going to have a pretty good role in this offense. And Brady... Uh, he, Brady likes him. You know, they have some good rapport with each other. I think Dorsett's also going to get a lot of looks, too. You know, when Edelman gets back from his suspension, obviously, he'll be a big piece of the puzzle. But, um, yeah, Hogan and uh, Dorsett, definitely look out for them. Obviously, we know Gronk Gronk will be uh, in there, too. But as far as Tom Brady goes, he looks like he's in midseason form. Remember, he's 41 years old. Uh, right now so still delivering strikes still uh, being um, the most aware player on the field pretty much you know he's been in the league so much longer than everybody else but not only that the guy is just whip smart understands the ins and outs of the game um, knows how to manipulate uh, safeties with his eyes and things like that and uh, pretty much has a a coverage beater like um all the time and is uh up his sleeve I guess you can say to you know if you're running a cover two he might check the verticals and beat you over top if you're running a cover three he might run a, a bubble screen because you're giving up the the, sh- the flats and the shallow routes um just stuff like that he he always seems to know to how to check his guys hot route his guys audible whatever you want to call it um put his receivers in a position to um take advantage of what the defense is trying to do to him so uh not only that he also has the, the arm to deliver the strikes and he hasn't um, shown any rust at all. Just the dominant player who threw for 500 yards last year in the Super Bowl. Um, he goes for 172 yards and two touchdowns in the first half. If he played that whole game, he probably would have finished with four touchdowns, over 300 yards. So Brady clearly hasn't lost a step. And, you know, Skip Bayless made a very good point on Twitter. He said, you know, uh, Bill Belichick wanted Jimmy Garoppolo to be his quarterback this year or 
coming up soon. Um, and it's clear that Belichick needs Tom Brady so much. I, I kind of agree. You know, Bel- Belichick's a great coach, but he never really put it all together until he had Tom Brady. As soon as Brady took over, uh, that whole organization took a turn for the better. And I just don't think Bill Belichick can downplay Brady's excellence anymore. Maybe he won a Garoppolo just to prove he could do it without Brady, but that's absurd. You know, when you got a guy that can single-handedly uh, put you in Super Bowl contention, you have to support that guy and try to build up his confidence the best you can. Bill Belichick needs to do a better job of uh, being tolerant of Tom Brady and being supportive and um, let him cut him off the chain a little bit, you know, uh, stop trying to make things so uptight in New England. It's clear that the players in that locker room want things a little bit uh, more loose. So Tom Brady deserves it. He commands the uh, calls the shots, commands the offense, does everything you can ask of him. And not just only on a optimal level, he goes above and beyond that. This guy is um, like pulling the the lever at a casino on a slot machine and getting all sevens. That's basically what you have when you have Tom Brady under center. So if Belichick's acting like he wants to go with Garoppolo, even though he's not anymore, but if he was in the past or anything like that, that's absurd. He's lucky to have Tom Brady. And um, they'll know how much Tom Brady means to that team when he does end up retiring because we're going to see how good uh, that whole organization does without him. I don't think it'll be anywhere uh, what we know it to be because Brady's just that good and he is uh, the common de- de- the common denominator in all that success. Uh, the next topic we have uh, is James Washington. You know, James Washington for the Pittsburgh Steelers comes out and lights it up last night. Goes for like a hundred and like sixteen yards and like two touchdowns. So very very dominant performance. And this guy is showing that everything we thought him to be coming out of Oklahoma State, that great receiver, um, it's translating over to the professional level. When he comes in, you know, his second game of the preseason, dominates like this, shows he can go up top and make the contested catch over a defender and just really getting after it like he did in that game. The other one, he had another contested catch with a defensive back tried to beat him to the ball. They were both wrestling it. It was almost like a tie. Both guys kind of had their hands on the ball. The ref ultimately rules it a touchdown for James Washington. And it's clear this guy has a knack. You know, he was wasn't just the star at Oklahoma State. Now he's starting to prove it at the professional level uh, too. And the coaches, as far as the Steelers coaching staff, Mike Tomlin and those guys, they're seeing these plays and realizing, hey, this guy can be uh, someone with the it factor from day one. So that pretty much tells you that he's going to be uh, a lock for that third receiver role be, behind Antonio Brown and Juju Smith-Schuster. And stop and think about that. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster has made huge strides 
from last season to this season, and he looks like he's going to dominate. James Washington is going to come in and be an impact player uh, from day one, it's looking like. Antonio Brown is the best wide receiver in all football. So it's pretty clear when you step back and you factor all that in that the Steelers have the best receivers in all football. As far as a group goes, nobody's more lethal than this group of pass catchers. Ben Roethlisberger has so much talent around him. Now all he has to do is come out here and put it all together. you got three great receivers, a great running back. Um, everything is in your favor. If you can't get it done this year with the Steelers, uh, then it's clear that whatever it is, their culture, their lack of leadership, the distractions, whatever it is, that's causing them from getting it done because talent-wise, this roster is loaded. They've been that way for a while, never been able to really get past New England and put it all together. But now, just off talent alone, it's like even if coaching doesn't do their job, that talent might be able to bail you out. I'm serious. James Washington is going to have a chance to go for 500 yards and five touchdowns. And keep in mind, that ball is going to be distributed a lot this year so for him to have a chance to go for 505 as a rookie is very impressive because you know AB is going over a thousand he'll probably go over 10 too I think Juju Smith Schuster is going to have a shot at a thousand too Steelers could have the two 1,000 yard receivers on their roster and I think uh, James Washington is going to have a chance to go for 500 so that that uh trio of players is absolutely lethal how do you blitz them? If you blitz uh, the Steelers, I just don't know from a coverage standpoint if you have the receivers that can clamp down on those three guys. Uh, someone eventually is going to wiggle free. And then Washington working in the slot, um, he's going to be going against weaker nickelbacks, and he's probably going to fry those guys. So Ben Roethlisberger, he's in such a good position right now. Um he has people that can take his game to the next heights. And we all know Roethlisberger has the big arm. He can air it downfield with a deep uh, ball passing game. So with all that talent there, they're going to make plays. They're going to make him look better. They're going to do yards after catch type of plays and like Schuster did against uh, the Lions last year. So all these plays are just panning out for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And they're going to be right up there in the AFC East is one of the top, or not the AFC East, uh, the AFC North, excuse me, up there in the AFC North is one of the top dogs again. Are they're going to be top dogs for the whole AFC conference? I should say one of one of them at least, probably them, uh, New England and Jacksonville right up there. So um, everything's looking good for the Steelers right now. If you're a Pittsburgh fan. You know, get your terrible towel ready because this team looks very, very talented and the future is definitely bright. I'm John Kuzma. That's all I have for today. Check out endzoneblog.com's Across the Middle show. Also, check out our Twitter at NFL. I appreciate it. Have a great day.